welcome to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast where I do reviews, discussions, musings, and hopefully some interesting conversations. Hey James, uh, Spencer here. It's very interesting that uh, your approach for voiceover work, potentially, um, I was taken by your voice from the very first episode. I, I always thought of you as being a sort of a, like a heady mix of Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. <laughs> and uh, yes, I'm I'm not surprised that um, somebody approached you about that. And I hope something comes of it. I imagine it's quite lucrative work. Um, also, uh, good to hear you're in a, a slightly better place. Um, take care. Speak soon. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Well, I'm in good company there. Good goodness. Uh, you've made me blush. Those are uh, two of my favourite actors, and uh, the combination of the two? Oh, goodness. If only. If, if only. Yes, I, I am feeling a bit better. A bit... Um, there is this uh, this antsiness that I get when I um, would really I, I I really want to run a game or to play a game or do anything, but um, uh, no uh, no scope for that at the moment. Uh, very busy, and I uh, and the few players that I could play with in person are very busy, and yeah, I, I've not had very much luck online. I don't use uh, I don't use roll twenty. Uh, maybe I should revise my uh, stance on that. And um, yeah, I the Facebook group that I was using for a very long time folded up, and uh, I've not found not found a replacement yet. But um, oh well. Um, what I want, <laughs> oh, but. Yes, uh, I, I am looking forward to uh, doing the recording. Um, he did say he wanted a few, uh, some variations. He wanted um, me to read a chapter from Game of Thrones. So, all right, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And then something, uh, something scary. So, I'm going to be reading the poem "The Fungi from Yogoth" uh, by H.P. Lovecraft. You, uh, yeah, something like that. Maybe um, something from Conan, and then he wanted some current characters from film and television. So I'm struggling a bit on who to pick, but um, we'll see. Um, yes, in in gaming news at the moment, I. Um, I've seen the new art from Cubicle 7 uh, for the new the one, the one Ring 2nd Edition, or as it's now called, the One Ring, the Lord of the Rings RPG 2nd Edition, which is a bit much to say. And uh, uh, rather distant, to be honest. No one could possibly replace John Hodgson's art uh, for the first one, uh, which had this this wonderful quality, 
where it could um, transport you to a place and a time and you felt by looking at his landscapes and his characters that you were part of a uh, part of a big world with empty spaces and things to explore and yeah it um, it made me want to play the one ring and though I've longed longed to run long campaigns of the one ring I've never been able to get uh, a group together for it for any length of time uh, but now I see the direction that the uh, art is um, is going I'm rather saddened I, I don't uh, I have no desire to um, pick up those books at the moment uh, I mean what matters more is their content so I will reserve judgment but um, the uh, the newest cover has um, uh, a scene of a party of adventurers fighting off orcs uh, controversial um, well let me go over it a little bit first you've got the only thing that lets you know that this is not uh, the cover of a D&D supplement is the fact that Gandalf is on the cover. Otherwise, you would never know. There's nothing... Um, nothing of the old The One Ring style to it. Nothing that lets you know that this is uh, Middle-earth. And, yeah, there's other bits that I, I don't particularly like. Uh, the elf uh, ranger looks like a typical elf ranger. Um, and, yeah. What can I say? The. Tolkien himself uh, was a bit hit and miss if you tried to pin him down on whether or not uh, lady dwarfs had beards. I've always thought they did. And uh, seeing on the cover that she. She, quite obviously she does not just really throws me off it doesn't matter it doesn't uh, you know it's just that my established canon in my own head that just really throws me off but like uh, Terry Pratchett handled that <laughs> quite well in his books that um, um, that all dwarves have beards and uh, the dwarves know what's going on even if we don't so best not to mention it and don't worry about it but uh, yeah and then I've seen some of the other art for the, um, uh, the character art and yeah, yeah I don't know it seems wrong to say uh, it's too D&D looking in a derogatory in a derogative way because D&D has its own style it's its own thing but whereas I've always thought that D&D um, &D based itself very much on Tolkien, and so it took Tolkien's ideas and then ramped up the high fantasy uh, and the magic and uh, went its own way, it now feels like the One Ring is trying to capitalise on D&D's success by um, taking its art in that direction rather than going back... To more towards uh, Tolkien's work. It's uh, it's sad uh, for me. I mean, art is subjective. You either like it or you don't. But um, in this case, 
it, uh, yeah, it really, really puts me off, which is uh, unfortunate. Oh well. Do any of you have um, a book that you uh, you really you want to like, but the art uh, just uh, just puts you off? Um, like I don't really uh, like the set of the rules for um, the Mouse Guard role playing game, but I love the art. Uh, absolutely love it to the point where I bought the uh, illustrated. Um, uh, the Wind in the Willows, illustrated by the same artist, and I've been reading that to my sons, and the art in there is fantastic. It's, it's great stuff. But, uh, yeah, ever since... Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big a big fan of John Hodgson. Love his cover for... Uh, love all his covers for the Beyond the War books. Love his stuff that uh, I've seen the previews for... Uh, in the future Glorantha books and um, the covers that he's already done Heaven Lights and uh, the Red Cow books and oh just you know it, it's great love his art and it's unfortunate that now Cubicle 7 don't have him eh, I, I don't like the art as much <laughs> uh I'm reading uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition right now and there's uh, it was the last, I believe the last book that he worked on for the company and his stuff in there is fantastic and it's, uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag so far uh, my feelings on the book uh, it uh, yeah, it remains to be seen. I've I've only read through the um, the character creation and the uh, classes, so I haven't got into the meat of the book. But I'll let you know what I think when I get there. But uh, it, it, it's interesting. I definitely want to um, see it in play before I um, make a judgment on it. But what else? Oh yes, I wanted to say that uh, I just finished reading. Uh, three excellent books. I've just finished reading the uh, uh, Cicero, Life, uh, Life of Rome's Greatest uh, Statesman by... Uh, well, I've forgotten the author's name. Uh, I'll add an amendment if I remember it. Fantastic, uh, fantastic book about the life of uh, Cicero. Great. Uh, if you're interested in Roman history, pick that one up. Um, and then I read The Time Traveller's Guide to Medieval England, which was wonderful and eye-opening, and really made me realise that Dungeons & Dragons is not emulating medieval, uh, medieval life as it was in any way. All it is doing is taking the medieval uh, look and feel and transposing it onto an Old West cowboy film. That's basically what, uh, what D&D kind of is. It, you know, it's uh, turn up and uh, deal with this problem that's affecting this town and that kind of thing. And it's not dealing with the mud and the blood and the grit and the death and the disease and all the... Um, and the beauty and the poetry and the uh, personal courage and the 
very strange uh, beliefs, habits, and uh, just wondrous things that went on in the real Middle Ages. So it kind of makes me um, feel a little bit friendlier to D&D, because I realise that it's doing its own thing. Uh, which can be illustrated by uh, the D&D starter set, the uh, Lost Minds of Vandelva adventure that comes with that is basically a, a Western, you know, and you know, nothing against Westerns. My favourite uh, Western is uh, Angel and the Bad Man with uh, John Wayne. Great movie. I don't, uh, haven't seen it in a long time, but I've been wanting to watch that one again recently. That and Open Range. That is a great film with one of the greatest gunfights, um, yeah, one of the greatest gunfights I've ever seen. Really, really fun. And uh, the last one that I read was uh, Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman, read by the author. Of the um, When I say read these books, I've, I've listened to the audiobooks as I've been driving around for work. And Norse Mythology is wonderful. It is a marvellous book. If you get a chance to read it, uh, it, it's a treat. Neil Gaiman is a fantastic writer in general, but this is, uh, this is fun. He takes Norse myths and he doesn't rewrite them, he doesn't change anything, but he puts it in modern language and in, the <laughs> in a, very, um, a very British... Uh, uh, British expressions and things that make me feel extremely homesick. And uh, it made me die of laughter. Uh, he really brings out the personalities of Thor and Loki and the rest of them. And I would say that anyone who is thinking about running RuneQuest or HeroQuest or 13th Age Glorantha or any um, Glorantha game and is thinking about what kind of hero quests they could send their parties on, could do far, far worse than look at the, you know, the myths, uh, Norse myths, myths, yeah, Norse myths, <laughs> and um, see the, the crazy things that went on uh, in there and give you an idea about the kinds of uh, wild adventures you could put your adventures, adventurers on in the god time, you know, thing, all this uh, a massive amount of effort in order to get a drinking, uh, uh, a huge giant's bowl that brews the best ale, and all other kinds of, you know, the huge adventure just to get that. And it was wonderful. So if anyone is uh, looking for something to read and... Um, has an interest in that sort of thing, I would, uh, I'd give those books a, a quick look. But yeah, that's um, that's what's going on with me at the moment. I am a bit um, a bit bereft, and uh, wish I could find some uh, some people who'd like to uh, get a game going. You've been listening to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast. If you've uh, got any um, suggestions for topics I should cover or any um, comments, uh, commentary, uh, send me a message. I look forward to hearing from you.